0: Ladies and gentlemen A long time ago In a galaxy far far away No one can hear you screen. For this is a Fred Daly Productions podcast
1: Damn you Ridley Scott
0: <laughs> Cue the music
1: I don't know what we're yelling about We came, we saw, we kicked its ass Oh my are you telling me you
0: built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style?
1: Who is this? What's your operating number?
2: conversation, anyway.
3: Look, oh, We're going to have company! Loud
2: noises!
0: Hello! Hello! <laughs>
1: How are we, friends?
0: Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> We're good. I, I, yeah. I have to answer the question. No. <laughs> How are you?
1: <laughs> I'm fine. How are you?
0: <laughs> I'm a Kendall Richardson.
1: I'm a Fulia Cantar And I'm caught in Discord the movie. <laughs> if you're seen this on live stream, but if you're not, welcome to the podcast. I'm Michael Lister. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yep.
1: Yes, experiencing it through the mediums of podcasting. Yes. And podcasters.
0: Yes. That's very true. Yes. So, welcome to the show. Welcome. We've got a lot to talk about. A lot of very exciting things that I'm, I'm keen to hear thoughts from people mm-hmm. here that, uh, stuff and things. Um, here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been watching this week?
3: Uh, okay. So I've been continuing on my run with Tomorrow on Netflix, and it's still, um, j- as heavy as every other episode has been. I am wow. now halfway through the series, mm. uh, or at least the first season. I don't know if there's going to be a follow-up. Um, and yeah, it's... <laughs> Pardon the pun. It's grim. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. I, 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 yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, well done. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, no, mm. but I'm still really enjoying it.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah.
3: I'm really liking it. Um, and the other thing that I have watched, which is also on Netflix, um, is that the new season of drive to survive is out. Oh, it is. And yes. I binge watched that this week. I ah. from start to finish because that's how you do with formula one <laughs> binge, uh, and it was very good. Like it's essentially a documentary style where they interview um, the, the team principals and the drivers um, sometimes family members of those people as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, apparently 2022 was an interesting season, right? Yeah. Uh, by the looks of things, Daniel Ricciardo, he does not have a seat in 2023. Oh really? No. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: that's unfortunate.
3: Unfortunately, he got bumped from McLaren oh. for someone else who is also an Aussie.
0: Oh, okay. We still got an Aussie in it. All right. We're <laughs> passing, good, uh, passing the torch. Yeah,
3: it's a younger Aussie. <laughs> okay. Um, and he's he's an up and coming right, uh, driver. He came. He was like one of the. Um, he was the winner of the F twos. Uh, and the F threes. Oh, cool! Um, when he was moving up, and yeah, now now he's gained himself a seat mm-hmm. at McLaren. Great. Yeah, but feeling. there was a bit of controversy because apparently they were going to be with a different team, but contracts weren't signed yet, and so McLaren decided to take the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: see you later. See is you see the opportunity, you yeah, take up.
3: Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was really interesting how it all sort of panned out. Um, and, you know, at the, apparently last year they brought in a new rule for all the teams where the budget is capped for everyone so that everybody... Uh, so that we, you don't get, like, the three top teams spending all the money in the world to have the best car. mm now that the budget's capped, it's even for everyone for all teams. Okay. And you can't pass that budget in order to make your car better. So had, so that it it makes it it makes it fair for everybody. Yeah. Especially mm. for the teams who are a lot smaller, who don't has who don't have as much money to work with, and yeah. not as many sponsors to work with either. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, that's cool. So they brought in this rule so that it was just fair across the board, um, which is a really great idea because that. Also means that even the top teams aren't coming first all the time now.
0: No, no. Mercedes have not been doing great. No, because they because the previous season going into last year, I'm pretty sure they also changed something to do with the engines or something, or there was like a new regulation that came in. If my brother was here, he would explain it perfectly because <laughs> he's obsessed with Formula One. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they changed some regulation that also gave everyone an advantage over mercedes uh, which is why they didn't do as well last year yeah Um, yeah i don't remember Um, what it is
3: but um (laughs) red bull still won the constructors um like the leaderboard in that respect Mm -hmm. so um max verstappen who's the lead driver of red bull ended up winning Mm. last year yes he did uh which is amazing yeah and uh yeah no but they like, it's just interesting to find out that we're not going to be seeing Daniel Ocado this year, which is yeah quite sad. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, maybe they might have contracts change and whatnot throughout the year. And cause a lot of things happen in the middle of the season. Um, mm-hmm. so it's not always, you know, at towards the end it's, it's no, it doesn't matter when it mm. happens. Um, okay. And the other thing is that I found out through watching this is that during their summer break, they're not allowed to work. They can't work on the cars during the break. Otherwise, it'd be another advantage. Yes,
0: violation something
3: or other. Um, Which is interesting, which means you must take your break. You cannot work. So I like the fact that the FIA are like, go have a rest. Don't work.
0: Yeah. I like that. Go spend your thousands and thousands of millions of dollars and go on a vacation. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. Uh,
3: Go spend it with your family and stuff. So, yeah, no, but um, Drive to Survive is, like, I am not the biggest, like, I don't know too much about the Formula One itself. However, being worked there for so long, um, I sort of got a a slight understanding of what was happening when I did work there, Mm -hmm. and then... When this show came about, uh, it gave me more of an insight into it all and more information, and now I understand what's happening. And, yeah, um, and I can actually talk about it with a bit more knowledge. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, <laughs> which is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why I really, that's why I really enjoy it. Like, and. Not to mention that after watching through the whole of season five of Drive to Survive, uh, I also then jumped onto my Xbox and started playing Forza Horizon Five, uh, nice, <laughs> and just started racing around playing that. And so I've got a got a little bit of a need for speed lately. So mm. I
0: feel the need, the need for speed. Yes. yes.
3: Um, so I've been playing playing that quite a bit, and yeah. No. That's Drake? pretty much all I've watched this week. Oh, yeah, I haven't cool. really had much of a chance to watch anything that's else. Okay. So, unfortunately. That's all right. Um, but yeah, Drive to Survive. Go check it out if you're a fan of racing and Formula One. And mm. it sounds like it's just
0: a good DOCO series too.
3: Oh yeah. Like they yeah. don't they they don't cut out like they don't um censor any of the swearing. And there's a lot of ah, it. Of course. There is a lot of it. Yeah. Even during the interviews. <laughs> so they're they're being themselves yeah. essentially mm. you know mm-hmm. and it's it's great yeah, i love it yeah. yeah and um especially the people who uh, don't who are from non uh english-speaking countries like um i know that the team principal for uh for ferrari is italian and so he answers his questions during the interview in italian oh
0: uh, yeah
3: and so there's subtitles yeah, and it's, yeah. it's awesome i yeah. love it yeah, yeah cool
0: Nice, Yeah. Nice. Mike, what have you been watching this week?
1: Well, a bit of a weird one this week. Um, I got back uh, Paramount Plus, and with that I had to get uh, my um, Amazon Prime back up. So, mm. so we've been watching some bits from that. Uh, majority of like the fam- family viewing, we've been watching Rugrats like old school Rugrats because cool. the Rugrats movie is on Netflix and we watched that and then it's like well why don't we just watch the, the original original including some episodes that we haven't seen so we've been watching that, those off and on and I, I I forgot how very cynical this TV show was <laughs> um, like they, they definitely do a big swipe at the Care Bears oh no but, <laughs> So that, like all the kids are like hypnotized over this care bears me love you know, but not really care bears or else I get sued. But definitely a, a, a bit cynical. And mm. there there was one episode where I was going, ooh, where where are they going with this? Uh, Angelica's mum and dad were were pregnant, and and they were discussing, oh, you're gonna have a little baby brother, and and it's all through Angelica's eyes. But it's like, how are they gonna? Are they going to end this? Uh, either way, I'm probably not going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> either miscarriage or second false positive, and they didn't really specify. And I was like, ah, oh, okay, good. Mm. I don't mm. need to know that. <laughs> mm. And so as, well as being yeah. a kids' show, yeah. Well, yeah, but you know they sort of allude to some things, and it, mm. and it being early Nickelodeon, they definitely like, um definitely like uh push the envelope as, as much as they can w- uh, within the confines of it being a kid show and also maybe um the audience maybe more adultish and yeah and i've also been watching Rocco's modern life as well because i love that show
2: yeah it's great
1: <laughs> and there's a lot more stuff to enjoy about it being an adult <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, like Rocco going on the dating scene. It's like, yeah, you're you're a bit of an incel, aren't you? <laughs> 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 some things I don't really. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I forgot that Rocco is a bit of a you know bit of a pest. <laughs> so I've been watching some Nickelodeon stuff. Uh, nice, but probably my biggest thing that I've been binge watching was uh, because Creed Three is coming out and. Uh, I want to watch it, but I haven't watched any of the Rockies or of the Creeds, so I decided to do that. I watched all the Rockies, and I've watched wow. Creed 1. I haven't seen the second one yet. So, okay. Yes, hmm. thoughts? Thoughts. I can understand why people are really into Rocky. Yeah. Um. It, it is a story that is the testament of... Uh, like your body's endurance as well as like family endurance as well with, with his relationship between between him and Adrian. Uh sorry. Adrian Yeah Adrian, Adrian! <laughs> And um yeah and the first two were a bit long. Uh they can definitely cut a lot of stuff within that, so that after that. But yeah, at the end of the second one I I, I shed a little bit of a tears. Like, oh you you got there, man. Yeah. <laughs> And it sort of got got to me. And uh just watching all of it and Yeah. Um I, I can definitely appreciate like the, the rocky mythos and and coming into Creed. Um sort of the same story each each time, but a little bit different. And Creed's sort sort of the same. It's definitely has those elements of the um underdog sort of uh, striving to be be within there, not necessarily winning the match, but uh, the the um, struggle of going the distance is always there, especially in the first Creed and the first Rocky. Mm. And yeah, I uh, can't wait for the second one because uh, uh, the fourth Rocky is a bit weird. How he that he himself, Rocky, single-handedly defeated communism and and the fall of the Soviet Union was. Proc- was because of Rocky. If you can change, I can change. We all can change. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's a bit of eighty stupid as well as the robot, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Paulie getting a robot. He's... He is totally fucked that robot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so I've been watching that. And, and at nice. the end of this podcast, I'll be watching Creed 2. And... Maybe next week I'll I'll watch Creed 3.
0: Great. Cool.
1: If I'm not watching Scream uh, Scream 6. Mm. But I watch all of them, so I'm Mm. already up to date. Yes.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: What about you, Kendall? Are you up to date?
0: Am I up to date? Yes, well, I'm up to date with the one thing you didn't mention, which was The Last of Us. (laughs) Did you watch The Last of Us?
1: Are you up to date with The Last of Us? (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> retroactively that was, setting that in.
0: That was the yeah <laughs> best. Um, <laughs> yes, I, I I am I am I am up to date with the Last of Us. Did you watch it, Mike? I did. And what did you think?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was no, it was good. It was it, yeah. it was definitely um, uh, heartfelt and yeah. being a a prequel to uh Ellie's um uh journey mm-hmm. uh within this particular world. And uh yeah, it it didn't hit me emotionally like the third one. Uh third yeah. episode did. No. Um I don't think anything but, ever will. But yeah, but <laughs> who's to say? Like um it uh the third episode is definitely a mirror image to what what is to become of thi- this particular episode between uh finding yourself and And um, being true to yourself as well. So um, I can definitely see the sort of uh, aspect of like the coming of age story within the confines of this particular episode. And I do I do enjoy that fact because it's a story that I am not familiar with. Mm. Yeah, but I'm sure a lot of people have. So, Kendall, are you up to date with that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 I am. Um, I watched, yeah, I watched the, um, I think I mentioned on the show last week that I watched the Left Behind DLC uh, playthrough um, before last week's episode of the show. And, yeah, and then watching, so watching it, the episode of The Last of Us and how they did it, like, they they pretty much got it spot on. Um that they removed a, a chunk of because, like in the in the DLC, it goes back and forth between Ellie trying to find, like Ellie's actually in a mall trying to find, you know, anything to help Joel. Spoilers, um, <laughs> but um, uh, so it kind of goes back and forth between present day, she's in a mall, and then in the flashback, she's also in a mall. So it's like this kind of. Um, I can't think of the right word for, for what that parallel thank you uh thanks brain um and so and they didn't do that in this uh adaptation but everything like a lot of it was still really spot on and I I really liked it I think I preferred the game version though of this episode if I had to pick the two of this storyline but it, I, I I thought it was really lovely and beautiful and moving and and very sad um, of course, um, but but really nice, very very well done episodes. So there's there's a lot they've got to cram in in the last two episodes of this sh- this first season. So I'm curious to see how it's all gonna play out. Um, but I can't wait. Um, yes, still loving The Last of Us, of course. Yeah. Um,
1: Hopefully they don't shit the bed.
0: Yeah, one of my one of my good friends. He's afraid that they are going to um, <laughs> because of how much is. They've got to cram in now, going, like, into the last two episodes, especially because apparently the runtime of the last episode is, like, 40 minutes or something. Like, it's short um, for a a HBO show, so um, we'll see. Considering
1: the first episode was, like, an hour and 30.
0: Yeah, yeah, the first few episodes were very long. Yeah, it's very interesting, but I'm sure, I have every confidence it will be, it will be fantastic. Um, Keeping on HBO, um, I uh, ended up watching um, the second season of The Vow. Um, Now, I don't remember if I talked about this show on the podcast back in, in like, I think I watched it in 2021. Um, cause that's when I got my binge subscription cause of the, um, Snyder cut. And then I just, it just unlocked the HBO doors for me. Um, and yeah, so the vow is a documentary series about the, um, NXIVM cult, um, mm-hmm. and sex cult, sex cult. Yes. Uh, and it was, it began as a self-help kind of program that then just, was used as a means for the the fa- like the co-founder of that program to then manipulate and uh, women and get what he wants and all this really dark shit that I won't go into here because yeah. it's it's very very full on. Um, but you um, might but- like a filia. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like my kind of show.
3: Yeah, yeah, dark
1: shit manipulation is fucking. It's right up everything. your alley. Like well, if so, I'm watching
3: a show about suicide,
1: you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep the theme going. Right. Um, no, um, but I'm I, didn't I knew. Yourself. I knew. I knew. So season one ended with like you know um, Keith Raniere the the. Uh, the said dude who is in a lot of trouble over every every awful evil thing he did um he 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 got arrested at the end of season one and then over the last couple of years during covid the subsequent trial and sentencing and all of that take has taken place so season two i didn't even realize like i knew it was coming but season two dropped in october unbeknownst to me i missed it and then i was scrolling through binge on monday night after the last of us and i just saw him ah let's go all right let's continue <laughs> this it's only six episodes the second season but it's it was really really good because it kind of, it they had access to the court transcripts so they were able to recreate um, you know like well, with audio they used that this really cool animation to recreate the the court courtroom stuff and text and and voice actors and all this and so that was really really well done and they interviewed like the, the lawyers on both sides of the case as well um, and then you know, Following up with all the the former Nexium members, the good and the bad. So the, it's a really well rounded Doco series in the fact that it presents both sides. Um, it definitely does take the side of Kithrenery as an evil man. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's for sure because he's.
1: I fucking hope so. He's he's more oh,
0: scum of the earth. That man, he's scum of the earth. Um, but they do show us like the perspective of those that still believe in him and follow him, and we're trying you know, campaigning to get him out of prison and appeal his conviction. He got sentenced to 120 years in prison. So, uh, yeah. So he's going so, to rot in a jail cell. It's going to be fantastic. He'll be out um, soon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no,
0: that's not, never going to happen. But anyway, it's a fantastic uh, doco series. If you like true crime stuff and you don't mind, like, if you're kind of fascinated by that kind of thing and, like, the way cults work and the way people, like, the power of the mind to manipulate others, like, it was just really fascinating like a sort of lens on this kind of aspect of humanity and what people can be capable of doing um so i really like that um other things i saw i went to the movies twice this week and i saw two more oscar nominated movies i saw women talking that's um up for best picture uh and that was really really good um you know just to keep the the theme of women being abused this is about women being abused um, it's yeah Why? I, 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 I'm, I'm a masochist
1: I don't know um, uh, women am I right <laughs>
0: this, is, uh, this is set in um, uh, Bolivia but it's all like uh, all the actors they all have American accents and so it's I, I don't know what the choice narratively is behind that but that's it uh, it was based on a book as well but it's about these you know this like certain sect of they're not they're sort of like Amish but they're not they I can't remember the um it's a type of very religious way of like l- you're living on like a property on a farm but you're you know you're you're a wearing commune? these dresses and th- it's like it's it's sort of Amish but European Amish I is the best way to kind of describe it um, and, uh, yeah, and so the the women find out that they're being abused. They didn't know they were being abused, and then they got, like, they woke up and in the middle of said abuse and caught the men, and, and then uh, the whole movie is them talking about should they stay or should they go, or should they fight uh, against these men? Like, should they actually kill them? Um, so it's a really great kind of moral and religious debate that kind of takes place between these women of all ages. Um, you know, there's women similar to our age in this movie, there's their kids and then there's, uh, the elderly ones as well. Like their mothers all kind of having to make a a decision for the collective of all the women because, because of the women like reporting them, like the catching the men and then the men got sent away or whatever. Like they had to beg, the women have to beg for their forgiveness for some reason. So it's again, men, men just being manipulative, but there is one man in the cast, Ben Whishaw. He was amazing. Um, super complex character and like really nice just kind of i like the fact that the film decided to show uh a male even though the male the, the the men are kind of well one-dimensional baddies in this movie but this this one guy he's just you know he plays a a teacher he teaches all all of the kids on the reservation or whatever whatever you want to call it um but he's like super like not not bad at all he doesn't have a bad bone in his body and he's very sensitive and it's just yeah um it was a really good movie i can see why i got and he's the, anyone best that picture. gets
1: the um oscar nod.
0: he didn't get it no. no none of none of the act- actors got any um nominations is they got this movie got best picture and it got adapted screenplay and it, it's tipped to win adapted screenplay so we'll yeah. see
1: Kind Can you imagine if he, he got nominated? And <laughs> I know in the movies
0: called Women Talking, and it's the, they nominate the only man. do that thought crossed my mind as well. I'm kind of glad that didn't happen. Well, it's it kind of sucks because he was the probably his performance Stand was the best. It was the standout one. But every single woman in that cast was incredible. Like you had Claire Foy, um, Jessie Buckley, Rooney Mara, Frances McDormand. Um, There's stacked cast of just incredible performances. So. Um, yeah, really enjoyed that movie. Very hard to watch at times, but very, very well well made. Uh, female director too and writer. So um, shout out to Sarah Polly. Um, and then the other film I saw, very different. Um, it's called After Sun. This is more of an indie sort of film, uh, based I, loosely, I suppose, on the the events of the director uh, and writer's uh, childhood, um, about how you know her young. Her young father, when she was young, um, you know, takes her away on this vacation to Turkey oh, um, no. in the in the summer, and uh, they're on this like you know like resort kind of place, and it's just kind of the events that unfold around them, um, and their relationship and their dynamic, and the fact that he's clearly going through mental health issues and doesn't know how to like him and the you know their her parents are not together like they're not they make that clear from the start, um, but it's a really Beautiful f- film and it moved me a lot. And the way it was shot, you'd I think you would like Fulia because it's not conventionally done at all. It makes you really feel like you're looking at a memory. Okay, like it feels like that has that haze over it of like some you know thing things are out of focus like or not you know the center of the shot like thing, th- things things the way things are framed and stuff is just really fascinating. And it's set in the nineties. So the soundtrack was really, really good as well. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Pel- uh, Paul Mescal, who plays the father in it, he's been nominated for Best Actor. Cool. Um, so, yeah. Um, I don't think he'll... He's not going to win because, obviously, we know who he's up against. <laughs> um, but, um, he, yeah, he was very, very good. So um, a, a nice film at that one. And then I will wrap up by just saying that I have now finished The Legend of Korra. Hey! It's done! I forgot to mention last week that I watched the first half of season four, and then now this week I've finished the whole thing. Um, You can talk about Nickelodeon before, Mike. Man, I have some choice words for Nickelodeon (laughs) (laughs) after the way (laughs) the ending of Korra happened. Uh, Because, yeah. You know, they wanted to make Cora and Asami, a thing. In it, the the creators and the Nickelodeon were like, no, <laughs> we're homophobic. Fuck off. So then all they get to do is like hold hands and look at each other longingly, and and they get you know whatever. They go into the spirit world, and it's very beautiful. Uh, spoilers for Cora. Um, but I, I was I knew that was happening. I had that ruined for me ages ago because the internet exploded when that happened. Um, and uh, yeah, but it was so. I'm just pissed that we could have had something really, really nice, and, mm. you know, we didn't get it. Um, but they, there's comics afterwards that, you know, have them, like, you know, together and whatnot and stuff. But yeah. it's, just a, it's just a shame and a missed opportunity. Because um, if it was made now, I imagine Nickelodeon might have been a little bit better about it, but even then, uh, it's... I don't know. Yeah. it's This is only 10, not even 10 years ago. Uh, you would think they would have been more about good about it then, but apparently not. Um, mm. That aside, um, yeah... Uh, Airbender is definitely a better show, mm, um, but Korra. There are things in Korra that I really liked more than I liked in Airbender. For example, just the fact that every season is like there's not a lot of bottle episodes. It literally it's it's all it's all killer, no filler. Like you're you're not worrying about like you know what are Aang and the the group up to this time. What mischief for they? It's, yeah. it's not like it's not like that kids kind of yeah. approach. Like, cause the best episodes of Last Airbender are when, you know, the main story is going on and it's, it just is insanely good. Yeah. Um, uh, and Korra, yeah. Like, yeah, I love the fact that there's a focus on the story. Um, uh, but that also being said, it's not as, the stories aren't as good as the Airbender, but the villains in, in Korra are a lot more fleshed out and, um. Yeah, really interesting. Um, and uh, yeah, season three is probably yeah the best season. Season four was good. I, 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 I the time jump was interesting. Um, but uh, but yeah,
2: hmm. but
0: but it was good. It was good. I'm really glad to have watched it. I enjoyed it quite a lot. Um, That's good. So now it's now it's done. Yes,
3: now it's done. May I add what my parents have been watching this week? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? So just in passing, I was just walking through the living room during the week. And, uh, I think it was after I was coming home from work. Um, and then, um, I find out, uh, that they they were watching, um, We Have a Ghost. Oh! <laughs> Just, I'm like, oh, there's Anthony Mackey. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a
0: second. Yeah,
3: so I didn't stop to really watch, but I knew that as soon as I saw Anthony yeah. Mackey, I was like... There, this is definitely. We have a ghost. That's funny. Yeah, I think Dad was having a good giggle. Oh, good. That's good to hear. (laughs)
1: David Harbour? (laughs)
0: Harbour. I haven't watched it yet.
3: Yeah,
1: never have
0: I. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, that was our weekly watchings. Yeah. Done and dusted. Now that we have done the weekly watchings, it is time to check in with the week that was in the nerdy news.
1: This is the news and nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom the hostess with most S, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall.
0: All right. So we're a bit light on news this week, so this is going to be very brief, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, our first item in the news... Uh, I'm going to get up the correct article, um, is the fact that uh, it looks like Detective Pikachu 2 is still happening. Um, This was announced, uh, I think, just before the first film premiered back in 2018 now, I think it was, was the first one. Or 2019, there or thereabouts. Um, So, yes. So... But for some reason, nothing happened. Uh, COVID obviously would have played a big role in, in the delay on this project, um, to the point where um, Justice Smith, who um, is one of the you know, two leads in the film, um, said that he didn't think it was happening anymore. Um, that he was, you know, it's just the way things have kind of gone. It just wasn't, wasn't going to be a thing. But now um, it looks like they have found a new writer and a director. Um, so a gentleman by the name of Jonathan Crissel, um is in talks to direct he's worked on comedy series such as Portlandia and Baskets um, and the, the screenwriter by the name of Chris Galetta or Galletta, it's probably Galetta um, he's going to be writing the script so um, I'm going to just do a quick IMDB check on him because his name is not familiar to me um, Kings of Summer oh I think I know that movie um yeah King, yeah that was um the guy who directed um Kong Skull Island Jordan Vogt-Roberts he that was his breakthrough movie. Ah. Anyway, so he did the script for that and that's 10 years ago. Okay, this guy has got nothing interesting. Okay. He maybe he has a really good story then. Maybe he's just a big Pokemon fan. Maybe he loves Ryan Reynolds. I don't know. Probably <laughs> probably all of the above. Yep. Uh, let's hope so. So, yeah, um that's about it. We don't know, wh- no idea when this will be getting made, but it's nice to see that there are steps moving forward for the project because, I don't know about you guys, but I did enjoy the first film. Um, there was, you know, it wasn't perfect, obviously, but um, but there, there was a lot to, you know, to get out of it and a really heartfelt story at the centre of it. So, um, yeah, I, I would love to see a sequel for this. Fulia, yes. thoughts? I actually am
3: glad that it's actually happening. Yes. uh, Because I also did enjoy the first one. Uh, It was a lot of fun. And just seeing the world come to life with Pokemon, um, live action style. Like, obviously, as you said, it wasn't the greatest looking (laughs) movie, but it was still eye-catching. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, I'm very excited to see where the story of Detective Pikachu goes. Uh, So... Should be should be really good, um, and yeah, the fact that like honestly, I thought that the first film was a one and done. To be honest,
0: yeah, um, I would have been happy if it was a yeah.
3: one and done. And then I, I did hear some like rumors in the last like year or two about it actually uh, that it might be happening, um, but apparently there nothing came about, nothing was really official in terms of the news about it. Um, but yeah, now I'm glad that they've actually said something. Um, I suppose it's more a case of the fact that this news comes at the greatest time because Pokemon Day happened during the week. Did it now? It did. There was a Pokemon Day Direct. uh, Oh. And um, they also mentioned that there's a new Pokemon live action series coming Soon, oh, cool. Um, that I missed the first part of because it started at a, at a time that I don't usually wake up.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's on Netflix.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's coming in Netflix. Um, okay. I don't know how I missed this They've story. given yeah. us... Um, a, a, no, so not... Was it a live action or was it an anime? I've completely forgotten. I no. think
1: it's anime. It's something I did... think it's an
3: anime now that I think about it. Yeah. Because yeah. they gave us um, a look into the the two lead characters um, who are going who are the like the Pokemon trainers um, kind of like when we play the game we are the first, like we get our first foray into being the Pokemon trainer uh, and I'm mildly curious about it like I'll, I'll probably end up watching it there's like quite a lot of different anime um, anime Pokemon uh, cartoon series that's currently available to watch. Um, mostly on Netflix. Uh, so I am kind of curious about watching this one. Uh, but yeah um, the, but in that Pokemon day like presents they call it Pokemon presents, uh, they, there was no mention of Detective Pikachu in that.
0: So interesting.
3: That was a little bit interesting to me that they would mention Detective P- Pikachu being a thing that's still going to happen but not mentioning Pokemon presents maybe they just don't have enough to give us in terms no, of information so that's why so. they left it out yeah um but yeah it was just interesting that they didn't actually say anything about it in Pokemon presents but yeah
0: well i have found some information about this this Pokemon series so it's it's going to be an anime series yes i thought so yeah um and it's basically that it's kind of taking the place of, cause like, I'm sure you guys are both aware that, uh, Ash finally became the Pokemon yes, master yep. last year. And there was a whole big thing where they brought back all the old characters and <laughs> this massive thing that kind of brought this 25 year story to an end, for, you know, for a 10 year old. Yes. So yeah. So that's really cool. So this one's going to uh, apparently be featuring, um, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet starter Pokemon. Um, so Sp- Sprigatito Yep. Fuekoko and Quaxly? Yep. I hope I'm pronouncing them right. You did. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Uh, And apparently, uh, according to TV Tokyo, um, they have revealed that the legendary Pokemon, Rayquaza, will appear in its shiny form. Ooh, interesting. Mm. I have no idea what that Pokemon is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The series is going to be out on the 14th of April. Um, and the new trainers that are going to be, uh, in a, uh, their names are Roy and Liko.
3: Cool. So yeah. the day that I come back. Lovely. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, that's the nerdy news done. Um, are su- you sure? Surprise story. Oh, wait. Oh, I was like, oh, wait, isn't there one even... more thing oh. we're got to talk about? Wow. <laughs> Michael doesn't care. My but My brain know. <laughs> just spasmed. Um, Sorry, we have one more thing to talk about. Yes, we do have one more thing.
3: (laughs) Um, This is our Nintendo Direct. The last thing. One more thing.
0: One one more thing. (laughs) Uh, So, yes, during the week, uh, the BAFTAs announced their nominees for um, their Game Awards. Uh, And no surprises, God of War Ragnarok is leading the pack with 14 nominations, uh, including Game of the Year and... uh, a couple of performance awards for uh nominees nominations for christopher judge and um sonny solgic uh for their roles uh in the game um elden ring comes second with eight nominations um also up for best game cult of the lamb got three nominations marvel snap was in there with two um oh stray got nine nominations so actually that's right coming second very cool to see stray doing very well um, Horizon Forbidden West got six nominations, and Vampire Survivors, which is a game I've not heard of, uh, five nominations.
3: It's a, mostly a mobile game. Okay. Yeah.
0: Nice. Nice. So, um, the nominees for best game are Cult of the Lamb, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Marvel Snap, Stray, and Vampire Survivors. So, pretty much the, all the ones that I just mentioned. Um, and then the game of the year is uh, Elden Ring. God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality, Marvel Snap, and Stray. Um, and then there's a bunch of other categories. Um, uh, you know, performances and debut games and animation and, and effects and all that stuff. Fulia, yes. I'm gonna throw it to you. Okay. Um, I hope Christopher Judge just—I'll just, just say—I hope Christopher Judge wins, but I hope he doesn't give a twenty-minute speech anyway. <laughs> because I love that man so much, being such a Stargate fan. But holy fuck, man! <laughs> like, but yeah, it was—it was—it was—a—it was an incredible speech. I should, yeah. yeah, it was an incredible speech. But I would like to see him win again. It'd be nice. <laughs> anyway, Booya, <laughs> take it away.
3: Yes. So the 2023 BAFTA Game Awards. Um, I'll just read out the different nominate, like the categories that are available. They're not as many as there would be in just the general acting, um, the cinema and TV series side of things Mm -hmm. in terms of categories, but um, they are animation, (laughs) artistic achievement, audio achievement, best game, British game, debut game, evolving game, family, uh, game beyond entertainment, game design, multiplayer, music, narrative, original, property, performer in a leading role, performer in a supporting role, technical achievement and of course game of the year Um, the ones that sort of I would like to touch on Mm -hmm. um, one of them being the family category and uh, out of all of the nominees uh, I've played all but one of the games and I will mention the nominees so in the category of best family game uh, we have Disney Dreamlight Valley Kirby and the Forgotten Land lego star wars the the skywalker saga mario plus rabbit sparks of hope nintendo switch sports and teenage mutant ninja turtles shredders revenge now out of all of those the only one that i haven't played is mario plus rabbit sparks of hope oh i'm surprised i've i've played through quite a bit of the first one mm-hmm. um, I haven't finished it. Oh, okay. um, that's right. why I didn't want to pick up the second one mm-hmm. that makes sense but I found out that a lot of the, um, the mechanics are it's a sort of the same but a little bit of an update from the first one in, uh, in Sparks of Hope. Mm-hmm. um it does look very good though I, I heard a lot of good things from other gamers that um that i interact with mm-hmm. uh, but the one that i had the ones that i have been playing the most of has been disney Dreamlight valley because that's more of an ongoing game um that gets updates um quite a bit mm-hmm. and also it's kind of in the same vein as animal crossing where it's like a farming simulator but with Disney characters essentially um but and it also does have a story to it which is really cool um it's it's a it's about the forgetting um and you as the main character you are the cause of the forgetting um but it's Mm. nobody knows why and you have to try and figure it out. And you have to try and get all the, the characters back into the valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've got to keep up with it, maintain it, um, you know, make friends with all of the characters and stuff. So it's a lot of fun. It's definitely a lot of fun. Um, and I'm glad it's, it's been nominated. Uh, Kirby in the Forgotten Land is one game that I played through from start to finish. And I absolutely loved it. It was a lot of fun.
0: Didn't it only just come out?
3: No. Oh. The one you're talking about is Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. Oh, that
0: came out like that last
3: week. That is a remake.
0: Oh. From an
3: old. I think it was a uh, Game Boy game. Okay. It was a Game Boy game that they've made it into a Switch game. Switch game, game. okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, the Lego Star Wars, I do have. I've played a little bit of it, but I haven't really gone too much into it. Um, essentially, I, it is a lot different compared to what it used to be on PlayStation 3. Mm. But moving on to the game of the year um, and obviously I'm pretty sure you've already read them out but I'll read it again anyway. Do it! Uh, Yes, it's worth repeating. (laughs) Elden Ring uh, God of War Ragnarok Horizon Forbidden West Immortality Marvel Snap And Stray. Now, out of all of those games, I've only played one, and that was Stray. (laughs) (laughs) Um, However, given that uh, Stray is in a category filled with really, really hard hitters, (laughs) um, and the fact that Elden Ring won Game of the Year last year um, through the Game Awards... It's going to be tough to say in terms of whether or not. I don't think Stray is going to win as much as I really want it to. Mm. Uh, However, I have a feeling that it'll either be God of War, Ragnarok, or Elden Ring again. Yeah. Because, like, they're getting a lot of good reviews. The fact that Elden Ring won Game of the Year last year and won Mm -hmm. so many other awards. God of War, same. Got you know, uh, has been rewarded a lot as well.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, I Yeah, I don't know that the other contenders really have much of a chance against those two, mm. uh, so we'll see what happens, but I have a feeling Elden Ring will probably take out Game of the Year in the BAFTAs. Um, yeah. If not, it'll be God of War Ragnarok. Mm, yeah, For sure. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, Looking forward to seeing all the uh, all the winners come out of uh, out of this awards season. Um, so we'll see, we'll see how
0: we go. Nice, yeah, cool. All right, well, that is the Navy news done now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I can say. Um, cool, 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 cool. It's time to roll on up to the trailer park.
1: Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. He-haw.
0: Trailer park time, let's do it We've got a couple of Disney tra- Actually, well, we've got two, two Disney trailers And one Disney adjacent, I suppose mm. uh, If you want to get technical uh, Our first trailer is Peter Pan and Wendy This is the reimagined classic of uh, Peter Pan from the 50s uh, Yep. So it's going straight to Disney Plus trailer looks alright um I, I, I found it interesting that I mean I know it's called Peter Pan and Wendy so unless they've kind of switched up the interpretation of the story as like Wendy being more of the main character because she kind of does feel like the protagonist of the story not Peter Pan in this instance but I suppose that's <sighs> I haven't seen Peter Pan the original animated film for a long time um and uh yeah, so I don't remember how alike in that sense it is. Um but but yeah, it's uh it but it looks good. I like the fact that yeah, Wendy seems to be kind of the focal point here. Um, played by Eva Anderson, who is um Mila Jovovich's daughter. Um, and she also played young uh, Natasha Romanoff in the opening of Black Widow. Oh yeah, that's cool. I know. Um, so she's got some chops. Um and uh yeah, I think she'll do a good job. Um, it looks it looks like a charming film. Um, who's playing Hook? Because I didn't recognise him. And Neither did
3: I. That's why I looked looked him up on IMDb. And I can't remember who it is, but
0: it's someone big, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. Is it Tom Jim Hanks? It is. It is Tom Hanks. It's Tom Hanks. Hundred percent Tom Hanks. You said big. <laughs> <laughs> yes, is, uh, well, well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> yes, it's Ju- Jude Law. Yes, yes, it is right. Jude Law. Yeah, unrecognizable. Um, uh, oh my gosh! I, I saw a picture of him
3: and like, holy crap! Wow, it's insane. Yeah, that you can't really. It's honestly.
0: He looks great. Yeah, but yeah, I you can't it was, tell
1: it's him. Yeah, I thought it was. Um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Jason Isaacs.
0: Yeah, well, he, for a second
3: I thought that
1: too. Well,
0: didn't he play Hook in the Peter Pan movie in the two thousands? I'm fairly certain like... he did. Wasn't that Hugh Jackman? No, no, Hugh that Jackman, was in Pan. That was in Pan. Was Pan. Yeah, there's a there was a Peter Pan movie that came out in like two thousand and five, and I'm fairly certain Jason Isaacs was Hook in that. Ah, mm. so, okay, very similar look. Um, yeah. Anyway, um. I'm probably not going to watch this. <laughs> uh, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just say that. Even not for Jude Law? I mean, I love Jude Law. I love Jude Law, but, you know, Jude Law's about to be in Star Wars. I can wait for my Jude Law. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, well, look, if it gets good reviews, maybe I'll check it out. But I'm not convinced by this trailer, to be honest. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, it looks like it could be cool, but I'll, I'm going to play a wait and see on this one. Cool. Um, what did you make of the trailer for it?
3: Um, look, to be honest... I wasn't 100% sure on this particular trailer myself. See, it's not just me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it does look somewhat interesting in the sense that, you know, it's it, it may not be a shot, like, it, I don't know if it's shot for shot from the actual Disney animated one. Mm. Um, I feel like they're playing it up a little bit differently. Uh, so, I mean, the trailer does show us, I mean... It's, it's supposed to be a teaser trailer and yet it's like almost two minutes worth of trailer. Um, yeah, it was a long teaser. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sure what to make of that. We no. got a split second of Hook, um, mm. which is why we all thought it was Jason Isaacs because, you know. <laughs> didn't get a good enough look at <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Didn't really stop on him for very long. Didn't get a look at Hook. No. Mm. Um, but given that I have now found out that it is Jude Law... I might, <laughs> nice. I might actually
0: watch it nice
3: I might actually watch it and just for the fact that you know growing up watching the different live actions and the, the actual animated movie as well mm-hmm. um, it's part. it was part of my childhood and I've got nostalgia for it so yeah. I feel like I might I might go and watch like I might watch it um, and the fact if it's just coming straight to Disney Plus then all the reason to kind of watch it yep. as well. So it just makes it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, no, i will pro- probably watch it and I'll, you know, I'll let you know what I think. All right. Probably
0: is taking one for the team guys. And whether or not I sh- <laughs> should watch it or not. Yeah.
3: So. <laughs> you will have my review soon. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent.
0: Michael, what did you think? Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's got me feeling like I feel about this podcast at the moment. Eh. (laughs) Well,
3: Well, this podcast did refuse to behave, so it's lived up to the name.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so you better listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) Go through hardships. Anyway, yeah, Mm. um, just meh, really. Um, Do we need another one? No, but, you know, it's in public domain, so they're just going to every every five years. Every five years, is going to be some rendition. And, um, yeah, the guy who plays Hook, uh, will, will no doubt be playing, um, the dad as well, because that's tradition, uh, if you mm. don't know that one. Um, mm. the, whoever's playing the father is also playing Hook, because it dates back to stage plays and all that, where they, yeah, do all that. And also, it's, um, it's an interesting um contextual element when it comes to Wendy and dealing with growing up and uh her father representation is her father and also Hook being being in it as well and mm-hmm. we don't know if if this is real or figment of her imagination i mean they do they do tend to make it vague of it was all in uh, Wendy's head or mm-hmm. or what whatever so, I like that aspect, but I've seen it. I've seen the story enough to get a lot out of it. It's it's not like it's like ah, next week is the next uh, King Arthur story that we've seen so many times, and mm. Robin Hood or you know all those legendary canon episodes. So that's a no from me, dog.
0: Yeah, nice. Fair enough. Fair enough. Totally fair enough.
1: I mean, you know, undoubtedly it's going to be on Disney Plus, so no doubt either my wife or my kid will probably chuck it on and say, eh, hey, Peter Pan. It's like, mm, okay. <laughs> I'll say it through clenched teeth and eyes. Reluctantly. <laughs> oh, look, there's, we... Jude, there's Jude Law looking like um, Jason Isaacs. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> you know.
0: Yes, I was going to say. How about we would just watch Hook instead, and then let that be, let that be the Peter Pan experience.
1: Mm. No, that's that's a sequel. It's <laughs> not the actual story.
0: No, it's not. You're right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lost mm. boys. We're not boys. We're 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 not only boys. Yay, yeah. cool representation. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Nail on the head. It's yeah. still, it's still problematic of this pixie bloke stealing children and taking them to an island. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, I mean,
0: I suppose they made uh, Peter Pan the, the villain of um, Chip and Dale for a reason. <laughs>
1: yeah, Hook is a liberator. Liberator. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a liberator. Yeah, he's trying he's
1: trying to get the Lost Boys back.
0: Yeah, now that's. See, that's a, a bloody uh, horror take. I would uh, twist on on a classic story. I'd like to see Peter yeah. Pan.
1: Peter Pan and his van. A, yeah. <laughs> Peter Pan and his van. Oh, Get in the van. God. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so.
1: So when are we not watching this Sorry. <laughs> I'm distracted by Peter Pan and his van.
0: Peter Pan and his van. Alright, we will not be watching well fully will. Uh Peter Pan and his van and Wendy. Uh on the twenty eighth of April on Disney Plus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yep. Cool. The times. Love ruining things. It's just the best. Um, all right. Speaking Hundred. of
1: ruining a 120 something plus year story.
0: Mmm. <laughs>
1: yes, by overtelling it.
0: Um speaking of potentially ruining things, our second trailer is for uh the first I suppose this is definitely more of a teaser. This is not as long as the Peter Pan and Wendy one, I don't think. Um Haunted Mansion. Uh this is uh, another another take on on this kind of Disney i think it was one of those stories that was inspired by the ride i think sort of dealies yeah um yeah so this one looks this one looks fun um i'm curious it's got a very good cast owen wilson is in this dan gavito's in this rosario dawson's in this Apparently, somewhere Jared Leto's in this. Yep. But he's not in the trailer that I saw, so.
3: Maybe in the next trailer.
0: Maybe in the next trailer. I'm very curious to see who he is. he playing a ghoul?
3: No, well, close. He's playing a ghost.
0: He's playing a ghost. Okay, nice. Headless I wonder, ghost. I was looking, because I was looking. <laughs> headless ghost. I was looking at the. um. In the the this, that scene where the portrait kept changing and getting mm. yeah, I was like, I wonder if that's him under a lot of makeup. It, but, well, the the character's name is the
3: Hatbox Ghost. The Hatbox Ghost. yeah. Not that yeah.
1: One. So he yeah. is in the trailer. He's only oh. for a brief second.
0: Oh okay, <laughs> all right. Well, Dan Levy's true. in it too. Yeah, Dan Levy. Um, Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish. Rosario Hassan Dawson. Hassan Minhaj. Um, Danny. Hassan Minhaj. Who was the other. Oh, and Lakeith Stanfield as well. Um, did we say Dan? Yes.
1: Dan, what? Da- Dan Levy. Uh, Danny Dan. DeVito. And Danny, I did yeah, say Danny,
0: Danny DeVito. Winona yes. Ryder's in it too. And Winona Ryder, yes.
1: Ooh, playing um, herself.
0: Yeah. So there's a very, <laughs> very big cast.
1: Trying to get Will over from the. Yeah, (laughs) and we
0: just, (laughs) literally they just open a room and it's just (laughs) freaking. it's just watching.
1: Smashing down down walls. I'm getting you, Will.
0: I'm getting you out, Will.
1: Yeah, worth it.
0: Um, Yeah, like this looks fun. It doesn't, yeah, I don't know. Like there's not a lot to it. Like obviously the the premise is going to be very basic and something we've seen before, I'd imagine. Um, I couldn't tell if it was set in modern day but I think it is and because like Rosario Dawson's character and her son they come in they don't seem to be dressed contemporarily they look a bit older yeah
3: yeah I think so So
0: I don't know if maybe they're ghosts as well um because you know you see Mm. modern technology being used in this so I'm it's very interesting very interesting indeed um yeah I'd like to see another trailer Hmm. Before I make up my mind as to whether or not I'm going to watch this, but it looks like it could be fun. I, I'll definitely watch this over uh, Peter Pan and Wendy. Um, spooky, the scary, peers. spooky, scary skeletons. Um, yeah. Oh, and Jamie Lee Curtis is apparently in this. Yeah. Mm. SAG Award winner recently. SAG Award winner. Jamie Lee Curtis with the sausage um, fingers. With the sausage fingers. <laughs> I love that. It's so good. Fully out. Um, Fully out. You yeah.
1: know sausage fingers. Do I? <laughs> Well, you're about to.
0: Yeah, because you're going you, to... Did you say you were going to watch everything everywhere all at once? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: True. You'll know saucy Fingers, buddy. You'll
0: know how... Eventually.
3: I don't know what it's referring to, but
0: oh, I'll find out. Yep. <laughs> most, most definitely. <laughs> you'll <laughs> find out. Um. Alright, that's all I have to really say. Fulia, what did you make of this one? Um. It looks quite spooky.
3: Um. But mm-hmm. it looks fun, in a way. I think. Uh, uh, I'm intrigued. I'm probably gonna watch this um, only because I've now seen the I've seen the Muppets version. (laughs) I've seen the Eddie Murphy version. Uh, so you know, now I might as well just watch this one too.
1: (laughs) Mm. Because who knows when you're going to go on the ride.
3: Exactly. I don't know when I'll get there, but I will get there one day.
1: <laughs> Take a detour when you go to Canada. Canada.
3: <laughs> 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 we shall see if I have time. Uh, yeah, but across yeah, the no, border looks... into,
1: into <laughs> you know. Canada's Mexico, was it? Yeah, America. There yeah. you go. <laughs> and then, you know, yeah.
0: And you're there. Yep. And Disneyland is just there. Yeah,
1: just yeah, go sure. to, Yeah. Atlanta. But make sure you get out in time, because, you know, it's Florida.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, Florida is, yeah, it's like Queensland on crack. Um,
1: <laughs> and alligators. And <laughs> alligators.
0: Yeah. Alligators on
2: the
3: side of the road. I've seen them. Yeah. I'm anyway. Might be watching this, yes. Ooh. Yep, yep. Might be watching this. Nice. I mean, it's got com- comedy in it, and yeah. it's got Owen Wilson. Like, come on. Yeah, TVH I mean I mean
1: wow. And
3: Wow Wow. Wow. So yeah. No, I'm yeah, looking forward to it. Good. Great.
0: (laughs) Michael, what about you?
1: Yes. I'll be definitely watching this one. Um, you don't get many like comedy horrors um and yeah, I definitely like I definitely like my horror, definitely like my comedy, and a little mixture of like family entertainment. And I'm in the same boat. I vaguely know the story of the haunted mansion in, in And yeah, they're having another crack at the uh, make the ride into a movie thing. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: I mean, yeah, we all we all know that Pirates of the Caribbean is a phenomenal um series of movies that sort of Mm -hmm. gradually teeter out at the end. But still, Black Pearl was like my jam and Oh yeah, so good. Like when I was a kid, I wanted to be a pirate like all the time. (laughs) Like um I used to watch Pirates of Panzans like all the time. And that was right in my wheelhouse when I was like uh, a teenager is like, Yeah, I still want to be a pirate <laughs> hmm. and then the Somali pirates sort of ruined it for me. It's like, Oh, they are bad guys. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Oh, damn. Um But yeah, I'll definitely be watching this because stacked cast, uh all your Disney re- regulars. I mean you got you got a so car and you got <laughs> Oh, what is Owen Wilson War- playing?
3: More... Morbius.
1: Morbius. 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 Well, Morbius. Well, you,
0: you've, you've got. Well, actually, you've got Mobius and Morbius in this movie. Yeah, so. both of them.
1: Yeah. And he's playing a Dracula. <laughs> and a head on. dead one. Uh, a dead one. Well. <laughs> yeah, that's true because he's uh, Morbius, he's the living vampire. So mm. he's not dead. So mm. yeah, I'll definitely be watching that's this cool. with the kids. It's going to be nice. scary and just in time for Halloween I bet, maybe Mm. no Um,
0: this one's coming a little earlier than than Halloween for some reason Um, Haunted Mansion uh, doesn't have an Australian date yet but in the US it's going to be in cinemas on the 28th of July
3: that's around my birthday it is
0: (laughs) (laughs) birthday movie birthday movie birthday movie birthday movie Mm. alright we got one more trailer to do Um, and this ladies and gentlemen kicks off our Star Wars portion of the show oh yeah Um, we're finally here and we're starting with a bang because this is the teaser trailer for the upcoming documentary A Disturbance in the Force um wow (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to watch this Um, (laughs) this is gonna be phenomenal um I have heard of the infamous holiday special. Yes, I have not seen the infamous no. holiday special. I don't know if it's available anywhere to be watched. If it is on Disney Plus, if they legally. have that legally, legally, it's not available legally, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if you heard it here first. Um, Five hundred thirst. Um, yes. So yeah, this looks this looks hilarious and fun and just really fascinating. But just the roster of people they've got to come in and talk about this um you know you've got the late Gilbert Gottfried we've got Kevin Smith um who else like Taron Killen was there Seth Green um Donny Osmond I think as well was Weird, Al. Weird Al Yankovic of course yeah. um so a lot of uh you know people that um are either fans of of Star Wars or you know have been involved uh, with Star Wars in some sense, um, and to the fact that, like, you know, some of the footage was actually so- sh- shot in the Scum and Villainy Cantina. Oh, it's so <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I kind of lost my shit about. Ooh, i <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize I'm like, oh, I bet that's the Cantina. Um, yeah, so, so that's really cool. Um, and yeah, it just looks wild because, yeah, like, you know, the 70s was a time for some reason when all of these like building on this the you know, the first decade full first full decade of T V in the sixties and, and now we're we're you know, we're moving into colour and um yeah, and just all of these like crazy variety shows. Like everybody had a variety show. The Jackson Five had a show. Cher had a show. Um and Star Wars was no exception mm. to that rule. Like there's just yeah um and uh so i can't wait to um experience the holiday special through the lens of this this uh d- this documentary i think it's going to be great and i the name the name the title is is perfect <laughs> could not be more perfect yeah um so i'm i'm very much looking forward to this yes uh Fulia, what did you think um i was very intrigued with
3: this uh i've like you have heard about this christmas this holiday special mm. but never seen it um and everybody makes a lot of fun out of it so <laughs> i was like now that they're talking about it i kind of want to see it yeah mm. <laughs> um even though everybody kept saying that it's it's so bad <laughs> um i'm really really intrigued as to how bad it really is <laughs> just like Is it cringeworthy bad? Like, how bad could it be?
0: (laughs) How bad could it possibly be?
3: Oh, okay. Well, Michael seems to know more than what we do. (laughs) Um, And we will get to his thoughts in a second. Uh, But, yeah, the fact that we've got, like, so many different people um, being interviewed in this documentary, um, it's really, like, it's really awesome to see their, you know, their knowledge coming through mm. um and it's also it's also a bit of a behind the scenes um as to how this was made mm. and why it was made maybe um but we'll, we'll find out why And it was and i was so like excited when i saw the cantina i'm like oh yeah they're doing it in the cantina that's awesome yeah um no doubt kevin smith would have had a part of getting that used
0: <laughs> yes probably <laughs>
3: um but yeah no i'm Definitely looking forward to checking this out because I am very interested to find out why it was why no how it was made and why it wasn't released mm. officially.
0: <laughs> mm, why has it been kept? Yeah. Yes. Away. Away from the Star Wars fandom. Um, but probably not away because the internet is a thing. Michael. Hello. Enlighten us with your feelings about this.
1: I'm very excited about this because <laughs> <laughs> you, I, you can sort of tell that this doesn't have the blessing of Lucasfilm mm-hmm. Cause it's, <laughs> because it's because as you can see, it's it, the only people who are affiliated with it is always is um uh, or he filmed like the um. Oh, what do you call it? Like, archive footage. Archive footage. Like, you can definitely see it with uh, with Carrie and and Mark and and Har- Harrison. It's it's all interviews. So, mm. and mm. of course they're in public domain. So, and yeah, and being in the cantina, which is not l- officially licensed. So, no. and it, it's interviewing people who. Who were probably around when it came out, and and probably not Seth Green, but but of course he's he sort of has an affiliation with Star Wars, mm. and and when I saw Weird Al's in it, I was like, what is this? Because <laughs> the only affiliation that he has is he, he's done two songs, Yoda mm. and The Saga Begins, mm. um. And he and there's a joke in um, one of you know white nerdy, where he's dressed up as a nerd and he's in a back alley and he gives money to to it to a to a guy and he gives him a brown paper bag and in the brown paper bag is is a VHS of the holiday special, so <laughs> <laughs> so no doubt they they're going to show that, mm-hmm. um, but what I'm really excited is, does that mean they have they, they, they've got hold of this because they did say they're going to have clips so does that mean we're going to have a uh a restoration version of these clips because all the ones that you can get are very low quality and and just and not that great so are we getting 4k Mm. I'm, I'm, re- I'm really excited about that because I've seen like bits and pieces of, of the holiday special. Bit of a hard slog to sit down and watch uh, a show that's meant to be like a variety show where uh, there's dancers, there's singers in the Star Wars universe and you have to follow uh, a Wookiee family that uh, don't speak English and there's no subtitles, so it's a hefty section of <laughs> for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Such a bizarre thing, and yeah, and this is where we get Life Day, that is also referenced mm. in Man- in Mandalorian. So technically, technically, it is canon, mm. but, but not really. <laughs> Because um, George Lucas has said if he had, like, the money and the time, he would go around with a hammer and, like, destroy every single copy. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I'm really excited about this. So, when is this going to get dropped, Kendall?
0: Well, hopefully this year. Um, There's no date other than to say um, that... If you happen to be lucky enough to be in the States and go to South by Southwest, the film festival, it's uh, having its world premiere there. Um, so hopefully uh, after said festival, it will like someone will pick up the rights to distribute it. Dis- Just distribute it. Um, distribute it. If I can speak words. Um, hope hopefully a streamer i would say i could i would could probably see this on streaming um probably not disney plus huh um, yeah. but it'd be funny if if like netflix maybe picked this up um or amazon prime. or I, maybe amazon prime that'd be funny um but yeah or it'll just you know be a be one maybe it'll be on the roku channel just for the lols <laughs> <Like> let's <laughs> let's uh, let's go through that saga again um yeah, but yeah, so, so hopefully sometime this year. Um, but yeah, if you're able to go to um, yeah, South by Southwest, definitely check it out. Yes. All right. Um, that's Trailer Park. Done. Mm-hmm. Done diddly on. Uh, and now we're going to jump right on into a quickie review.
1: Quickie review.
0: Because... The Mandalorian has returned. Woo! Ah! <laughs> Woo. The Mandalorian has returned. Season three, episode one, The Apostate. Um, and. Yeah, Jon Favreau basically saying a big fuck you to everyone who didn't watch the book of Boba fans. Oh, wow.
2: <laughs>
0: I mean, we get a recap at the start, you know, sort of showing things and, and, and whatnot. But, like, they don't really spend a lot of time on that. So, yeah, so that's funny. And also, you know, the thing I found out, not in the show... They don't mention it in the show, of course, mm-hmm. but I found out after the fact. Mike, I'm sure you're probably already aware. There is a two-year time jump. There is. Yep, Grogu was with Luke Skywalker for two years, and that is that is that is from yeah, at the from John the, Favreau's mouth. That, but the end of the last episode we
3: watched, Grogu came back.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's now, but like between the end of season two and when when the events of Book of Boba Fett, two years
1: within the whole yeah so yeah so why has grown <laughs> because he is a, a yoda creature
0: because <laughs> toys <laughs> <laughs> because merchandising um <laughs> yes yeah, so that's fun as well interesting it's, it's yeah um but that also yeah, when i found that out that helped me to kind of reconcile why the hell navarro looks completely unrecognizable um cuz yeah. i was like are we on navarro really and in, yeah we're on Navarro um but anyway my overall thoughts on the episode yeah I thought it was good it did jump around a lot um I so it was an interesting first episode to kind of come back into the story um because I wasn't sure exactly like it kind of you know he's going back to the the watch to try and you know it's been two years apparently since Well, whatever. I don't know. Timelines are getting confusing. I'm just going to stop saying two years. But anyway, um, yeah. So he's still trying to obviously earn his way back in, Um, and uh, yeah. And then you know, uh, the one other actual thing about um, uh, when they're on Navarro that I didn't also kind of didn't like is the fact that like I I thought it was really sweet that we're there and we're seeing the new landscape and what what Grief kaga has been able to do with it but and we see this like beautiful statue of um of IG11 and 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 that's really really nice and sweet and then for some reason Din is like I want that droid back <laughs> I want him I want him back. He's the only droid I trust. He's I my
1: friend. Him.
0: He. I must have him. <laughs> I must have him again. And that, as much as I enjoyed, not only that sequence of them trying to get him to work, but the fact that we got, obviously, it's not Babu Frick, but the Babu Frick race of aliens trying to work on, um, like reviving him. That whole sequence was 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 entertaining to watch. Um, but. Can we not bring IG Eleven back, please? Because his sacrifice at the end of season one was so well done. I don't really like it when I know I I say this as a fan of the TV show Agents of Shield, uh, so I don't really have a like stand on here. Considering they brought Coulson back from the dead anyway, um, but I yeah, just let it let it let it let him go. I think it would have been much more impactful if, and especially in terms of growing Din's character, if they'd just been like. Um, This is the droid. Like, he sees the statue and he's like, you know, you know, maybe droids aren't also bad. You know, maybe he starts to... So why not go, I give me another IG droid because he reminds me of IG-11. Like, he's not the exact same droid, but I can trust this droid because he reminds me of my friend. Maybe. I don't know. That approach for me would have been a bit better, I think. That's kind of how I, I felt about it. Um... One of my favourite I think my favourite scene of the episode though, two two moments before I throw to Folio for her thoughts. Um, I really liked the dogfight in the asteroid field with the pirates. Uh, I thought that was a really wicked sequence. Um, and it made me think of Empire Strikes Back, it made me think of Attack of the Clones, like just you know, we've seen this before, but it's it was it was cool to see Din manoeuvring with the with the Starfighter through and, and like, you know, kind of showed off this ship uh, in a way like you know some people were saying oh, I missed you know bring back the razor Crest we missed that ship but I'm like no 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 we're on to this one now it's I understand I miss the razor Crest too but you know this the way it manoeuvres and can be used for stealth as well is just I think really really clever and mm. plus you get you know really cute shots of Grogu just popping his head up and going yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then that beautiful scene I really liked was um, when they're travelling through hyperspace and Grogu's looking around and you see the the hyperspace whales yeah i can't remember what they're called but um space whales the space whales i thought that was that was really lovely so yeah all in all um a good episode um a good a good start not perfect I don't I would I will say probably not perfect start but um but it was enjoyable a lot of a lot of setup and um yeah Brokatan looks depressed as fuck so <laughs> I feel for her a little bit but yeah that's going to be interesting to see how the conflict progresses and if Din Djarin can in fact reunite both sides of Mandalorians uh, and and restore Mandalore to its former glory we'll see um, Fulia, what did you think of this episode? Uh I was just happy that the
3: show came back. Yeah. I was mean, so excited <laughs> just to watch it again and just, you know, yes. hear the
0: music again. I know and the it's... music. <sighs> oh, I've missed that score. Oh man. And they gave it so
3: good. Yeah, and they gave it a little bit of a extra twist to it, which actually still sounded really good. Mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, just seeing all the characters come back again and um especially Dinjaran mm-hmm. and Grogu and it was just really nice to to see everyone again. I there was the interesting fact that they did also mention Kara Dune. They did, but they did it in a way that it didn't. She didn't look bad.
0: <laughs> no, no, because Dave Filoni and John Favreau, I think they'd already said that they weren't going to kill her off no. or anything like that. They were just going to be like, "Yep, she's just over here doing something else." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which she's is it. fair
1: enough. She's in the bin.
0: She's in. She's in the sin bin. Yes.
1: Reason why we get we can take away Healy back.
0: Yeah, maybe. So we can have mm. a friend.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, overall, this episode, like, I mean, it wasn't exciting, but it was still um, really nice just to jump back into the world of it all. Yeah, um, for sure. And I really enjoyed that. Um, I also enjoyed the little characters that were trying to get um, IG Eleven back to life, and the the little things that Grogu was like trying to like hug them and steal them. And they're just like squealing, and then that was that was cute. And Din was just like Grogu, no, no, they're not toys. <laughs> mm. That was fun. And then he's trying to keep going, but I, but I want it, no, no. No, Grogu. Oh, so uh, it was really cute, and also just seeing Grogu use his force to get a couple of M Ms
0: and spin the chair around. Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, so funny! Yeah, with
2: the
1: force.
0: Yeah,
3: with spinning around chair, it. just entertaining himself. Yeah, um, like the little those little moments with Grogu was actually really cute. Yeah, and I really enjoyed that. It was just it was good to see that all over again. Um, <laughs> overall yeah and just man like when they when they got to the point where they went to visit Bo-Katan and she's just sitting there li- almost lifeless in a way Yeah. just like no cares in the world at all because yeah. beca- because everyone's you know moved on with their lives and they don't want to work for her anymore because she miss- has no
0: claim to the throne yeah exactly
3: up, so uh so it was it was kind of sad to see her in that way, but I have a feeling that when the story progresses, she's definitely gonna she's definitely gonna fight for that saber mm. for the mm. dark saber. Oh hell yeah! Um, and I, and she's gonna turn real bad, I think.
0: She's Essentially, like very she'll be a, a... very evil,
3: sassy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give me evil Katy Sackoff. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it.
3: Um, yeah, and and Space Navarro, <laughs> and Navarro being like completely different to what it used to be was interesting. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm.
0: Um.
3: So yeah, no, it was it was good. It, it was a good start to to the new season. Um, not the greatest, but it it was still just good to be back in the world of the
0: Mandalorian. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. For sure. For sure. All right, Michael, what did you make of the first episode?
1: I really enjoyed it. And yeah, I was just excited to see a familiar friend all over again. Yeah. And yeah, just just the world that the this particular show has made. It's it's always fun to go in. It's just fun. Mhm. Uh and as I said uh before, um I mean Ma- Mandalorian has a place in my heart. Andor has a place in my heart. And yeah. yeah, just want to be a kid again and watching this. It's just it's just an amazing, amazing exploration into uh, Star Wars and how it's been. And uh, this episode is a good like setup for the rest of the series uh, where, and what's going to happen, especially with Mandalore and the Ma- Mandarins, uh, all of their factions. And, yeah, as I said, it definitely feels like it's setting up a sort of Game of Thrones um, version in space of the Darksaber. Because uh, Moth mm. probably not going to come back anytime no. soon, even though he's on trial a- as well. So I don't know if, they, if they're going to get him back or not, but I doubt it. Um, and Grogu's is just cute as all hell, of course. Mm-hmm. And I heard on on a thing where Dave Filoni is getting interviewed that they're talking about they're talking about is Gregory going to speak soon? And he says, "Well, sooner rather than later, he's probably going to speak his first word this season."
0: Yeah, I'd say so.
1: Yeah, that's my prediction. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably going to be daddy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be zaddy. zaddy. I was just thinking that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: or is it going to be sama sama
3: sama?
0: sama sama sama
3: I reckon it's gonna be din
0: din Maybe. oh if he says din that will be yeah
1: or if he or says bug. Indiana Indi-
0: <laughs> Indiana <laughs> let it go <laughs> let it go <laughs> <laughs> yeah um,
1: uh, setting up a new protagonist as well, well with the with the uh, pirate um, mm. king looking like looking like Swamp Thing can't yeah like something <laughs> yeah, cool. slash davy Jones
3: I was just gonna say it kind of reminded me of Davy Jones without the tentacle beard, yeah
1: mm. yeah, but more mossy <laughs> yes <laughs> uh yeah, and space cows it's good is good um indication that uh, a circus definitely coming up soon uh with yes. the, with uh where's Ezra because mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. rebels had a lot of uh of the space whales, and it's an ancient ancient being that actually taught people how to travel through um, light space, light space. Hype, hyperspace, hyperspace, mm-hmm. and of course they're going to be on the side and Gregory going ah, so it's full <laughs> of spectacle and I really enjoy mm. it. Uh, yeah, um, with uh, BB eleven or IG eleven, IG eleven, I I am B- i am BBGBB. G- B- <laughs> Tango with TD. Um yes. I like the fact that it it gave, it gave me a, a Terminator Two vibes, uh, just mm. crawling mm. and and doing the sort of um, uh, no motion blur when it comes to the animation. It definitely harkens back to the the old fashioned like uh, stop motion animation that they that they put on. It just makes it a bit more uh, gritty and more real in mm-hmm. my opinion, because it's sort of in, in cakes into our, into our minds. It's like, oh, what I'm seeing is not real, but it looks real. It's it's sort of like the Lego movie. It's like, is it real Lego? No, it's a, it's a computer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe coming back, I'm thinking more, more to do with, like, the second version of Groot, maybe. I mean, uh, yeah. all his parts are different, but he still has the same... Uh, memory banks or anything like that. Uh, but He's a machine, so he's like it's like the um, the ship. Uh, is it is it the same ship if you replace everything? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't know. So yeah, true. Yeah, can't Great wait, point. can't wait for the next one, and where yeah. where things are going.
0: Mm. Absolutely yes, awesome, awesome, cool. So those are our thoughts on. The Mandalorian, season three, episode one. Episode yeah, stage. ten out of ten. Best, best episode,
1: episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: Yeah, good, good stuff. Yeah, it is really good to be back in that world. That's yeah, for sure. It's 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 really nice. So.
1: And on Pedro Pascal on two two shows at the same time. At the same
0: time, all the Pedro Pascal content. I know Pedro Pedro. Domination, mm. um, yes. and on both shows he's got a got a child that he's carrying around with him. So yeah, it's uh, it's awesome.
1: The future of the of the world is in his ha- small hands.
0: Yes, yes, both hands. Ah, oh, we love it. Alrighty, um, that now makes it time. Oh, for yeah, the moment. Mmm. The segment. <sighs> the section. I smelled dinner the <laughs> The part, the place spot, the thing even in the show we like to call. Popcorn culture. Ah. Mmm yep. mm, It's popcorn culture time.
1: Stranger things. And swamp thing. <laughs> Anything? Thingy thing. Man thing things.
0: The man things. Uh, we are here, of course, to talk about, uh, The Bad Batch, Season 2, Episode 11, Metamorphosis. Eww.
1: Um,
0: this was a very good episode. I liked it from start to finish. I don't really have a lot of complaints. I think the only criticism I had would be something I've already mentioned a full year about tech, but we'll get to that. Um but no it was it was really cool. Um Alien in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Alien
1: in space? Who Alien would have thought? Is,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. I liked the um I like yeah, I f I I don't know why the mission statement of season two of the Bad Batch is just let's pay homage to all of our favorite
1: seventies, eighties uh, I films. yeah.
0: And it's all stuff that Disney owns now, too, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I suppose they can get away with it. Um, but, yeah, but no, but even that being said, yeah, I, I thought it was really well, like, um, yeah, really well executed, this whole thing. Really well done, and just for, and, and it, like, you know, it wasn't entirely a bottle episode. It sort of was, but it wasn't, and it furthered along the story quite a bit we had a couple of really interesting revelations um i totally you know we i think we know exactly where what they we've talked about it before but what they're trying to retcon in <laughs> into canon now with palpatine um we've got some more of that so somehow um, somehow, somehow. somehow palpatine returned <laughs> This is the how. <laughs> this is the how. Um, yeah. So yeah. So no, overall, I, I I thought it was it was really good. Visually it looked amazing and felt, just I don't know. It had that maturity to to it that some of the more serious episodes have had this season. It just yeah. But I just the animation in this show, like when it's when it's on, when it's on landscapes and planets and vehicles, when it's not on actual people like that's when it pulls me out of it when it's on everything but people and their faces i'm like completely like taken in by all of the animation i think it's stunning um some reason the people their faces don't work for me i don't know why it's weird um yeah and then you know we got more of sid being being sid so we'll get to that um (laughs) god fucking dang it uh, Fulia, what did you think of Metamorphosis?
3: Uh, oh, there was a bit of a spooky vibes at the beginning. Yes. <laughs> that, that was interesting. Um, but overall it was, um, it was a pretty strong episode. I really did enjoy mm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot to take in with mm. this one as well. Yeah. Um, not just, you know, information, but also just visually it looked really good. Um, and just the animation of it all, uh, really... Really enjoyed it, and um, yeah, just there's a lot. Hap- there was a lot happening in this episode without it being too much. Mm. Uh, so yeah, no, it was good.
0: Nice, yeah. nice. Um, Michael, your overall thoughts on this one?
1: Yeah, really enjoyed it as well. Definitely the, the sort of alien vibes. Uh, mm. The first alien was always my favourite because scary, scary stuff in space. No one can hear you scream. One mm. um, well, of the better Ridley Scott movies, and yeah, just a uh, and just furthering the plot of ha- having the sort of um, boot leather material like in between all of Star Wars from start to finish, where it's uh, dealing with uh, the prequel trilogy as well as the original trilogy as well as the prequel trilogy. Uh, of uh, what's going on with the cloning and and mm. where is this going to be heading? And hmm, um, I enjoy this episode. Uh, for the ram- ramifications of uh, future episodes and also future endeavors when it comes to Star Wars. Mhm. Ten out of ten. Best episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: again to out of t- best episode yes yeah okay well um i did also like how we you know we kicked off things with like from the empire's perspective like the empire kind of bookended this episode um and um we were introduced to this dr hemlock um who i'm very intrigued by uh voiced by jimmy simpson um I was like, I've heard that voice somewhere before. He was in Westworld, um, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia as well, and right? in a handful of episodes, I think. Um, but he, yeah, he's a really talented actor, and um, yeah, I was like, this guy is, yeah, yeah this, is, this is creepy. This and guy.
1: the, and also the way they designed him mm. makes me feel like he's coming back in live, live action, but I don't know where.
0: Oh, yeah, you reckon he looked t- like kind of. Real, more realistic than some of the other. Characters yeah, and maybe? the way
1: he's shot as well as a sinister mm-hmm. character, mm-hmm. and um, and Fannix Shan, who was in the mm-hmm. Fanny Shan in the first yes. first season, um, was. We've seen her in live action coming into here, and she looks she looks stylized uh, mm. to make sure that <laughs> they actually fit in within this stylized world, and. It it, it sort of makes me feel that this is sort of the same, where this 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 actor is possibly going to be betraying him in live action as well, well as in the Bad Batch.
0: Yeah, I'd be down for that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good pick
1: because it's a new character that we've never seen before. And I was thinking, have we seen them before? Is it going to be a character that's going to be popping that's popped up in like um, the Lost Canon? of the stories, like, um, mm. like uh, 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 Thrawn, mm. and they're just reintroducing uh, the char- character back in. But it looks like it's a whole, whole new, completely new ca- character, so it's... it's Yeah, I'm, I'm having that feel.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with you, because he does seem to have this kind of weight to him. Like, they, I feel like the way he he like the dialogue he was saying the way it was being delivered and like the the music behind him as well i think all of it kind of emphasized him as you're right as like someone we're going to see again as someone that's this you know is going to be a major player i think in the story going forward so that's a really good point mike Mm. i think especially in the bad
1: batch as well i think he's going to be the number one uh protagonist antagonist
0: yeah, well, especially give, given the uh the ending of the episode. Um so, the it definitely won't be the last We'll um We'll see of this guy. Um what did you make of him, Fulia? Of Hemlock? Oh, the uh, yeah, no, he was he he he
3: was a little interesting, but also I was I don't know how I felt to be honest. I I just the the fact that he was not as I, I don't know how to explain how I'm feeling. It's,
0: That's I'm, okay. I'm,
3: I'm kind of on the fence about that character. i just, I'm not sure if I like him or not. <laughs> and, and in
0: terms of a character or in terms of like, um, oh, this guy's up to no good sort of thing. I don't like him. I think a bit of both. A bit of both? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, just... Interesting.
3: Yeah, I I need to... I think one episode wasn't enough to, to show wow. my, the character, for me at least.
0: Interesting. Uh, or yeah. maybe
3: yeah. I just wasn't paying enough attention. No, but, you know?
0: <laughs> no, no. No. I don't know. Something about him just
3: grabbed me. I yeah. suppose. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but his his voice sounded very interesting. Yeah, I like this. It voice. was it was like he there was no yelling of any kind no. or shouting. He very... was very calm. Mm-hmm. Uh and it it and it also sounds very sinister.
0: Very sinister. Yeah. Yes, very sinister. The way he was talking to um what's her name nala say like that's where nala say is being kept and uh you know she's refusing to help um obviously with what the empire wants her to do in terms of the cloning i like the fact that she kind of threw it back in his face like you know well i'm not exactly motivated to do anything given the fact that the your people destroyed my people um Mm. (laughs) forgive me for not wanting to 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 do any work yeah um and then yeah he thinks that bringing in the prime minister will will do that will will maybe do that but then obviously we find out that you know someone else is going to motivate her to help um but yeah the way yeah the way hemlock kind of talked about certain things was yeah he definitely had this sinister tone yeah to his voice so yeah it's very very interesting stuff um. Yeah, and I, I was wondering how then, like, because this this whole opening sequence goes for like a few minutes. So I, I was starting to feel like I don't know about you guys that this was going to be another episode without the batch in it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I did. I did feel that. But no, we we do we do get them. Um. And I like the fact that we we get them telling Sid off. Um, yeah. for, for bailing on them. Um. When you know, they, uh, they needed her. And, um, yeah, she let them down and they gave her what for. And I, I enjoyed the whole banter between, you know, like of her being like, okay, yeah. Th- th- what was it? 30%. 30% is our usual. Um, yeah. Our, our standard percentage is 30%. And then, you know, she works her way up to 50 for them. She um, really yeah. gives no
3: <laughs> shits about them. No, She just wants them to do her dirty work and that's that.
0: Yeah. I, I also like... The, the way she said, she, don't test me, bandana. Like, she called Hunter bandana. I thought that was funny. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm really glad that the batch was, especially um, Omega, standing up for yeah. themselves against her and talking about actually leaving her. Uh, yeah, what did you make of that whole Man, thing?
3: Sid's pissing me off every episode <laughs> now. I'm just like... We're
0: done with Sid?
3: Yeah, and the fact that even te- even Tech was, like... I don't think there's going to be a good way of, you know, um severing our ties with Sid. Mm. We're going to have to do it a more diplomatic way. Mm. Uh maybe after we complete this mission. But I have a feeling even if they did manage to do that, they're not going to be able to get away from her that easily. Mm. Um especially because she feels that you know, she has saved them in a way and given them work and money. And mm. the moment they turn around and say, we're, we're done with working for you, she's going to have a few things to say about it. So, <laughs> um, and, and I'm waiting for that to happen. Mm. So I don't know whether they'll end up um, severing ties in the next episode or the episode after that, um, especially with what's happening right now um with the empire from what we've seen but yeah i'm just like i think i i've made up my mind sid is just a piece of shit (laughs) yes no no more for for me of sid i want her gone
0: (laughs) excellent i feel like i feel like we're we're on the way out yes i
3: i hope so i hope the batch can just get away from her cleanly yeah without any kind of problems. (laughs) problems. <laughs> yes. No. I don't think that's gonna no, I don't think it's gonna happen, I think no,
1: that's
0: gonna happen. Yeah. Um Mike, what did you what do you have any uh, similar feelings to us about, about Sid?
1: Yeah yeah I think I think this uh, this relationship is runneth, runneth dry and mm. there's probably gonna be a cut ties at the end of the season. Uh and they're probably gonna get pushed towards uh, the Empire maybe finding out that the um, Bad Bash is still alive uh, not to cut to the ending that there is they they know they are starting to learn about uh, uh, Omega so it's mm. possibly there's, they're going to do it for Omega when they find out that she's still alive maybe uh because you know
3: yeah there's a possibility that the the empire might put up a reward for her for anyone who finds her mm. and if Sid gets whiff of that mm. she's she's going to jump for the money easily
1: yeah and she was running around on Coruscant like without a disguise so yeah. it's going to be at least one person going I know that person so and who knows they'll probably get, come to Sid us say hey, we we need to lie low can can we do th- can we do this and probably Sid will say well uh, i can't I can't because you work for me I, I want you to do this and then it will just blow up in their face and and the empire will know about the bad batch being back and and they will probably uh uh cross contaminate with them cross contaminate go cross pollinate with. Um um dead shot. Kill shot. Crosshair. Crosshair. Crosshair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we got there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, on what he's doing. And mm. so uh, I am I'm thinking that's what they're running to. I yeah. think mm-hmm. I think there's probably gonna be no more Sid and then, then they're gonna be out on the run again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, likely. Or, you know, they could even we could even see a, re- a reunion with Rex and um Echo Echo yeah at the at the end of the season maybe or even in season 3 and that's like some whatever is going to happen for the rest of this season might even spur the bad batch to join the fight against the empire maybe i maybe i don't know we'll see yeah i yeah, think things are changing
1: yeah i'm thinking mm-hmm. uh, yeah i'm i'm thinking pro- probably but I like them as a group, like by themselves, just going going around, like helping people out.
0: Yeah. So maybe they'll just do that of their own accord, like they won't go with like any kind of incentive behind yeah. it. They'll just go because it's the right thing to do.
1: Mm. Maybe season four. Yeah. And then maybe that's
0: the plan ahead. Yeah.
1: And then they can cross with I don't know, um, be, uh, before episode four, you know. The rise mm-hmm. of the uh, the um, the uh, rebellion. Yes. Maybe they help also helped with the um, uh, uh, getting the Death Star plans. Maybe I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> and they can all cross, con- you know,
0: all, all come uh, together, crossover.
1: Yeah, and then we're going to get Endor in Bad Batch. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yes. And they get Diego Luna to play himself in animated form. It's yeah, going to be great. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Bubba fat.
0: Bubba <laughs> <laughs> fat. Yeah. Ah, good times. Um, yeah, so, um, of course, the kind of central focus of this episode is the fact that there is a monster. There is an alien. There is a creature aboard this ship that has brought it down. Um, the, set, the the ship that Sid has sent the batch to uh, you know pillage for any kind of spoils. Um, there are no spoils. Uh, only the only thing spoiled was the fun um, because they had <laughs> they had an unfortunate encounter with a yeah a, a giant space lizard that uh, feeds that <laughs> yes xenomorph sorry the star was xenomorph. Which uh, not only feeds on, on flesh, but will, uh, you know, feed on energy, mm. electricity, and it changes uh, in appearance as it does so, it, uh, or as Fulia said to me, it evolves. Yeah, kind of like a Pokemon it evolved.
1: Or Cell a... from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> this it. isn't even my final form.
1: form. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah
0: absolutely um I yeah I really enjoyed um the sequences with this creature which I think is called a Zillow beast I think was the the, t- the name of it I think I so yeah, mm. yeah. um I, yeah really cool design on it um and probably my favourite part of dialogue of the episode was tech telling Omega or telling them that it, it ate the crew and then and then Omega's just like it ate the crew. She
3: was just stuck on it for she, a good minute. She
0: repeat, yeah, because and then like freaking record just trying. How is that helping, Tech? Yeah. And, then, and then and then again, you just get to make it. It ate the crew. <laughs> like, that poor child. Which is what I was alluding to earlier about how, you know, we we're making progress with Tech in terms of his uh, emotions, social skills. Social skills yes, yeah. and then just oh, we've we've taken a step. You know, to, a step back now, <laughs> which is that's okay. It was I suppose for, for comedy, whatever. It's fine, but it, it still makes sense. It's not entirely out of character for him to, to say that like that. But, no, exactly. I, but the reaction from Omega and Rekko was very funny. <laughs> I like I like that sequence. But um, but yeah, but then yeah, the beast was the beast was good, and you know the way it, they you know they look. The batch inadvertently let it out of the ship, and it got into the village and became a giant lizard.
3: Um, yeah, because the more energy that it consumes, the bigger it got. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. What did you think of the beast? Being being someone who is not really of <laughs> horror fandom, um, how did this go with you?
3: So when it was first sort of lurking in the shadows, it looked bigger than what I thought it was going to be. But mm-hmm. then when it dropped into the light and I saw that it, was, it wasn't that big, I was like, ah, oh, it's actually smaller than I expected. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sure you said that uh, before.
3: <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> um yeah um, the, the design of the actual alien itself looked interesting uh very lizard-like um just in terms of its the, the the body shape and the tail um and then as it grew bigger, it changed its appearance a little bit too Mm
2: -hmm.
3: um, which was also very interesting and then it got like longer and slender when it was in its biggest form uh, which was really cool and I didn't mind that, it kind of looked very sort of dragon-like just without the wings Mm. Um, so I did, I kind of did like that Um, and I also kind of felt a bit sorry for him when the Empire started shooting it down and yeah. well incapacitated it actually more so so that they can actually take it away um cuz you could see it just in its face like the pain that it was coming across the expression of the of the alien just it it looked very painful <laughs> mm yeah it did. so i kind of i kind of felt bad um for it uh but yeah it was an interesting sort of a design they went with Mm. um and also the fact that it consumes energy as well as just meat uh yeah. which was you, i've never sort of heard of that from any other sort of like creature that we've come across in any other pop culture um mm. right so this was, and drinks so it's yeah it's really interesting um it's it's almost like the the energy source was like it's um it's red bull <laughs> Yes, but, yes. It, but it didn't, but give, it it didn't it wings. give it wings. Yeah, oh. mm.
0: yeah. nice.
3: It was a, Yeah, it was an interesting sort of monster.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, what did you think of the the zetomorph? I mean, Zillow beast.
1: Ooh, ooh, ooh! I see what you did there. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. It, pretty cool creature, and um, and how its um, biologically um, adaptation to its surrounding is pretty cool. Uh, mm-hmm. and just it's it's hard hide and it can withstand blasters mm-hmm. and and lightsabers as well. Uh because it's um also a continuation of a storyline in uh Clone Wars, the animated series where the um they find this uh, ancient beast that's underneath a planet, and uh, they take it to Coruscant because it's like the story of um, uh, King Kong, because uh, ah. they take it back and it escapes, and it, and that's why they said um, a creature like this uh, almost destroyed Coruscant, and that was just and that was the episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah. so and at the end of that episode, um, uh, Palpatine said, oh, "Why don't we clone it? Because it's dead." At the end of it, it's like, let's clone it. It's like, so this is a cloning and it's cloning and cloning, and somehow Palpatine returned as a clone. Yes.
0: Yes. Somehow.
1: So overall, I really enjoy, enjoyed the sort of went from alien to Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Kaiju.
2: Mm. Kaiju.
0: Yeah.
1: Kaiju. Yes. Uh, oh my, it's Godzilla. <laughs> attacking a sea- seaside village.
0: <laughs> mm. Yeah. No. It was. Um. Yeah. It was interesting. I like how kind of like how the bigger it got, you know, the ten- more tension, kind of ramped up. Yeah. As well, in terms of like you know the fact that it headed towards that village when it where it became its biggest and and uh, yeah, and then of course some you know the empire know how to how to tame it. They had some kind of weapon that looked like, you know, it was a as an energy blast of some kind. But And I was like, why are you firing that at it? Isn't it going to make it bigger? And then it's, oh, no, it's on. Oh, it's smoking. Oh, he's sad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a short <laughs> so, suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that was, yeah. I, I yeah, enjoyed the creature stuff. Um, but, yeah, and the batch, of course, you know, they're trying to protect the village or this you know that township from being hurt by the creature and but yeah thankfully the empire get there i never thought i'd say that thankfully the empire get there before any any major damage is done but um it's you know i suppose damage has been done because all the villages were then rounded up by the empire you
1: didn't see anything
0: <laughs> yeah, they all saw something because that because you and I looked at each other. and were like, "What are they? Why they didn't do anything wrong? Yeah, why are you taking them away?" Yeah, and
3: then, but it's yeah, yeah. Because, more, more so the fact that they saw something they shouldn't have. So
0: yeah, pretty um, yeah. nefarious.
1: And then a blaster to the back of the head.
0: Mm. You didn't
1: see anything.
0: Let's, let's let's not. I don't want to think. I
1: don't
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know there's space Kitcha. Nazis. Kitschuk, Kitsho Ki yeah <laughs> it ate the crew, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, um, but yeah, I don't know, there's not like the batch are kind of I suppose they are kind of s- sidelined a little in this in this story, I suppose, because the only thing that kind of they end up doing uh, is kind of releasing the monster from the prison and then you know thankfully they don't get caught by the Empire because um, there was some pretty the action sequences I think were pretty cool like the dog fighting that we got was pretty cool and well done and just the you know the arrival of all of the ships um, was was good uh, and well animated as well and the music again the whole time was, was going off so mm. really enjoyed that um, yeah and then you know the the good guys got away, but the bad guys won because they they got their beast and and now the the prime minister has arrived and 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 now we we the empire knows about Omega. Mm,
3: it's not good. It's
0: not good. It's not yeah. good. Yeah, but yeah, I do I do like how this the ending of the episode. Yeah, kind of brought that whole thing in to be like, okay, we thought this is going to be bad, and then they just again, they just ramp it up by saying, okay, not only are they now going to be looking for the Batch's ship, at least, like, they don't know it's them, but now they also have the fact that, yeah, like we've said already, that, yeah, Omega now is going to have a target on the back of her head. Yeah, Which is, I think, something, Mike, didn't you kind of guess was going to be a thing that would happen? Like, they they, they want Omega back because of, you know, whatever... You know Plan. special specialness they know about her and whatnot
1: like I'm still thinking she's probably force sensitive yeah and they're gonna I think so. expect expect that I mean some of the reasons why they they, they want grogu as well because yeah he's 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 uh, creature his species is, is mm. Mm, all the ones that we know know of is force sensitive and they know of the force mm. and he maybe because omega is a not mono- a monomaly that she's sort of created from the blueprint of Django but with a added pinch of metachlorians? I don't know mm. uh, and then for some reason that uh, she she turned female I mean as I said trans Mm. trans resbit respe-t- respit respititation <laughs> representation representation <laughs> in star wars it's always good and yes. and um what am i thinking yeah and so and so by the end of it the target on her back and then they're gonna put two 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 and two together and I knew something would probably come about about her just running around Cor- Coruscant
2: mm um
1: yeah, I mean the Empire has many things, but they're not stupid.
0: that is true. they ain't stupid. that is very true um yeah, fully do you have any additional thoughts on the the nefarious dealings the empire are gonna be up to going forward?
3: Oh look, um, I've already mentioned the fact that the moment Sid gets a whiff of the whiff mm. of this, that she's definitely going to turn him in. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention that you know wherever Omega goes, the Bad Batch is going to be right behind her. Um, so, like even if the Empire do end up finding her and taking her away, the the Batch are definitely going to try and save her. Um, <clears throat> yes, because they're family. They are and. They're definitely not gonna, you know, let her go to the Empire, um, and yeah. But I think it's also the fact that because she is also a clone, mm. she might have certain genetics, uh, like certain DNA that the Empire might want to have mm-hmm. um, for whatever projects they're working on.
0: Well, especially if she's a, a Force sensitive clone, and yeah. if we're getting, if we're we're retconning into the story how. Snoke was a thing, how Palpatine came, how Palpatine returned somehow, Mm. um, then the, maybe proof of the ability to make a clone force sensitive, and therefore, you know, clone the Emperor and keep his force sensitiveness Mm. going. Like, maybe that's the thing that they're working, gonna be working towards. Yeah,
3: maybe. I don't know. Um, But, you know, the Bad Batch are already kind of on the wanted list anyway, so... The moment that Omega's caught, they're gonna put themselves at risk as well. So um yeah. But it's gonna be an interesting um rest of the season, I will just say. Mm, I think so. It's gonna it's ramping up to its final um
0: oh what's the word I'm looking for.
1: Conclusion?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, essentially.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For yes. the season.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and look, even I, maybe the Bad Batch might even figure some things out before we Mm. get to that point because, you know, we saw Omega and Tech snooping around on the ship and whatever data that uh, Tech was trying to get. Um, and the fact that Omega was like, I recognize this stuff, but it's not, you know, it's not the normal stuff Mm. in terms of the cloning tech that that was on that ship. So, yeah. Yeah. So maybe they'll be doing some snooping in the episodes to come. Figure out what's really going on. Which is, I think, part of why, yeah, they they were contacting uh, Echo and Rex to let them know Mm. what's going on. Yes, Trixie stuff. Um, Anyone have any final thoughts or shall we wrap up there? I am good. Yeah? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Good. Alright. That was The Bad Batch Season 2, Episode 11 metamorphosis uh, I think we can all agree it was a very good episode, a good entry into the second season yeah. of, of this show very much enjoyed it um, yeah, and very intrigued for where it's going next Yes, very intrigued, we've only got I think like four or five episodes left um, until we're done, we've got five five episodes left um, so that's, that's exciting mm. alrighty, um, well with that done and dusted, that's the end of popcorn culture and therefore the end of the podcast. Yay! And what an eventful podcast it was.
3: Yes. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you all... Uh, enjoyed the talking portion of it all
0: yes <laughs> yes and the the you know the brief time you saw our faces but that's okay <laughs> that shit happens yes uh it's apologies fine.
3: to the youtube and twitch side of the viewers we apologize uh technical diffi- difficulties have gotten the best of us today yeah. so hopefully you enjoy the audio yeah. podcast old
0: school yeah old school, school audio mm-hmm. Yes. yeah <laughs> damn skippy. All right. Um, well, I suppose we're, we're, we're done. Where we're yeah. at. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And, and that, that was, was a podcast, a podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Uh, yes. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content.
1: If you'd like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc
3: if you'd like to watch Fred the Alien you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions don't worry about this week's episode but just listen to our previous episodes like the videos, subscribe to our channel hit the bell icon to be notified of future content and if you're over on Twitch uh, please give us a follow twitch.tv forward slash Fred the Alien Twitch
0: yes Yes, please do. I've been a Kendall Richardson.
1: I've been a Fully my And I've been the fed up Michael Lister.
0: <laughs> yeah. and, and you, you just, just experienced, experienced our podcast
1: a
2: podcast called Friend. friend.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening and watching. Remember to eat beef.
1: Mm-hmm. Freddy lives, Loki dies, the doctor is in, and. Somehow, Palpatine returned with cloning technology. <laughs> yes.
3: Yes. Make yeah. sure to look after yourself and your mental health, everyone. Yes. yes. Do that. Yes.
0: Do that. Later, skaters.
1: See you later. And, and see, see.